Mike, is this our first American super villain? I think you're. I think it is. I think it is, and it's um, a made. I would say it's, it's not exactly a made in America way because it's been made in. You know, villains have been uh, created in a similar way in other countries, though. Well, we don't we don't know exactly how these people are getting created. I think that's what's interesting about Flint Marco is that we we know we we think we know how his powers were created. That he he was a criminal. Um, he was in a maximum security prison. He escaped. He was hiding out in some sort of atomic energy testing facility, and some sort of atomic energy blast happened, and his body was like fused with sand. Uh, and so we think like, like that that's it. We, we, we know how his powers were created. Like all their powers we have so far, it's all sort of hearsay and guesses. But this guy, I think we know. Yeah, but I think that the hearsay and guesses do seem to, to center more on the idea of radiation, I thought, or at least uh, uh, atomic or nuclear or space radiation even. So, I mean, that's, that seems to be the only explanation that we've been able to come up with. I mean, we had the radioactive man from, where did he come from again? From China. Um, from China. Um, and that's what my thought was. But yeah, this is the first, but your, your, your initial question was, is this the first American supervillain? I think the answer is yes. And he's incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful. Like his, pa- like, like, um, I know you're going to hate to say this, but shouldn't we be trying to create more people like him? <laughs> Only the good <laughs> versions. Like I, 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 he, uh, he, he has the ability to turn his body into sand, but he can also like reform it so he looks like a normal everyday person only you can make his body like super strong super well he's, he's practically like a reed richards he can like stretch himself yeah and that's what jumped out at me initially was that it seemed like a very similar um power set to reed richards but it's even it's even better right because it's not just that he's malleable and can stretch like reed richards but he can also like you said turn into rock hard sand or just silty sand as just slide around and, and slide under doors or whatever and um, it does seem like an incredible power set. And it, what, what really kind of, I would say at this point, bothered me, Ed, was that it, the plan from the authorities seemed to be just to, for, for everyone to hide and hoping that it would work out. I mean, this guy was threatening, uh, or at least with his, he's a, he's a threatening figure in, in, our, in our city at the time, right? Yeah, like I don't, again, I don't think he was threatening. I don't think this guy was out to go and conquer the world like some of our alien threats or or even like our scientist madmen. I think he was trying to like rob a bank and make some money. Uh, it's just that he was, he is such a dangerous person to rob a bank that you just don't want to be around. I don't think he really cared about human life. He, he wasn't like out to kill people. He was just, he just didn't care one way or the other. That's right. But, but I guess what caught me was that the news reports are saying, telling us to stay inside. So he's dangerous enough for us to, to be told to lock ourselves. Yeah, that seems like doors. a good idea. Like, you think we shouldn't have stayed inside? I think staying inside when a madman is like running around the city is probably a pretty good idea. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, good, it's, it's good advice, I guess. My, my, my larger point was that, well, why didn't they call in somebody else like, say, the Fantastic Four, for instance, or the Avengers? You know, possibly to deal yeah, with this super powered threat. We, 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 there, there, as far as we know, there are really only three super powered teams out there, and two of them are based in Manhattan. And yep. this guy is this are the the only domestic super villain has like has superpowers. It's not just like a has some gadgets. Is walking around the streets of Manhattan. I think this is like the opportune time for these people to deal with this. Yeah, and none of them did, and there didn't. It wasn't like there's any explanation for why didn't from the authorities, but why. They um, these superpowered teams were called in to to assist, um, and there's been no reporting that I've read about, say, the government having you know effective countermeasures for for this type of uh, 
a villain, shall we say, a super villain, as you said in the beginning of the episode of our of our talk here. And so it just seemed it was left to chance, and chance in the form of Spider Man, <laughs> you know, who who we've talked about recently, doesn't seem exactly like the most reliable kind of guy. No, but yes and no. He he does seem to be the guy who steps up when the Fantastic Four drop the ball. Like we we know from like. Fantastic Four were called in when Octo uh, Doctor Octavius took over that atomic energy plant. The Fantastic Four were called in to deal with it, and they just didn't get around to doing it. So Spider Man stepped in and dealt with it. This mm-hmm. this maybe this was kind of the same thing. It was like a it wasn't an alien attack. It wasn't a monster, and so the maybe the event maybe because we have two teams now, it was unclear who was supposed to handle it, and it was like a jump ball. You know what happened in volleyball or whatever? The ball goes over the net, and like. The two of you will kind of look at each other because you think the other person is going to deal with it and the ball hits the ground. I think someone should have called the ball and nobody called the ball. And when that happens, Spider-Man steps in. So it's a a, a super powered misunderstanding or a super <laughs> misunderstanding. And then fortunately, there is a, a masked person who 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 does seem to focus more on, I would say, kind of like street level stuff, right? Like, you know, stopping robbers and stuff. But it was this you know, guy who's had some 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 weird missteps. Like he's been, uh, remember when he and the Human Torch were, were fighting in, in the street and acting recklessly? It's some, some weird stuff, right? But it's just, if the plan is that, you know, these two superpower teams miscommunicate and then the plan is that this unknown person just might swoop in and solve, save the day, which he did, it does seem a little unstable. <laughs> it, it does. I think we, we need, uh, clearly we need better communication on, on, on all this stuff. Like, when a supervillain hits the ground, like, hey, may- maybe divide it up by days of the week and, like, Mondays the Fantastic Four take care of things and Tuesdays the Avengers or maybe the Avengers take the weekend. But it feels like they, don't, they should almost have shifts on who's going to handle these things if and when it happens instead of them kind of, everyone kind of looking at each other and saying, oh, I thought they were going to take care of it. Well, unless and until there's, there's an effective government response team, right, that could deal with this, like a superpowered response team, which, which we haven't seen yet. Um, we've, we've, we know what there's some experimentation on involving Thor to see how powerful he is, which I, which you and I have talked about, we think might be some way to kind of figure out some countermeasures for superpowered individuals. But until then, yeah, I mean, I guess depend on their, on their, their good graces and their, their patriotism to, to help protect us against superpowered menaces. Sure. still seems a bit unstable though. It, it, it does. Like maybe we, maybe what you need is like a, um, Maybe we need to start hiring these people, right? Like pay pay them a salary so that they stand. They they are on standby. They're kind of like emergency room doctors, where they may not need to work all the time, but they need to be ready. Someone needs to be ready at three a.m. on a Monday if that's when the Sandman happens to like start demolishing buildings. Yeah, and so maybe one thing that did jump out out of me as well is that in the news reporting, when they were basically told how the Sandman got his powers, you think that, gee, you know, I thought I thought, gee, they seem to know a lot about how he got his powers, and so. You know, further to your point earlier, should we, you know, are should we not be creating these people, to, to, you know, giving people these 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 amazing powers? I, I would think that that must be in 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 process right now because it's it's now common knowledge how the Sandman got his powers, and that it involved atomic energy and sand and some kind of fluky thing. Um, you think that they that the the reporting's out there, it means that um, it's being kind of allowed to be out there, and that they're almost the government must be doing this experimentation because they're getting us ready to, to see that there's going to be some American made superheroes or, or not superheroes, sorry, but agents, I guess, you know? Yeah. Well, Hey, there's a lot to untangle there. I think, I think the first issue is, is I don't know if we really do know, we know, we, we, we know like what we've been told anyway, is that, that, Hey, he got these powers by the sand fusing with him in this atomic energy testing, but clearly 
anybody who gets hit by atomic energy doesn't develop superpowers, right? There's no, no superheroes came out of Nagasaki or Hiroshima. Um, there's lots of nuclear testing that happens where no powers develop. And so it must be something very, a very particular type of nuclear energy in a very particular uh, uh, pattern. Or, or there, there, there's, there's more to yeah. it. If you just blast somebody with radiation, I don't think they're going to walk out flying. No, and, and we talked before that maybe it's something you know, specific to the to the person that's in, that is bombarded with this radiation, right? That would normally kill a person. Um, but here, if it's a if the salmon got his powers from a testing area, you think that the people doing the testing would know exactly how much what, what they used and how much power was released, how much radiation was released, and yeah, the distance well, at, that at he was. was. At least was some sort of range, right? It was like it wasn't penicillin developed that sort of way. It was kind of an accident at first, but then we they, the the. Uh, the scientists started developing that penicillin and iterating and making changes and testing until they could find something that works. I, th- I yeah. think the bigger risk now is that uh, since the rough idea is out there, we might have people experimenting that aren't the U.S. government, that aren't responsible. And so maybe we're going to have a, like a whole series of like super villains. There's a lot of people out there that I think if they had the powers of Sandman would start stealing money from banks. Well, I think you're right, and so that's that's some of the things we talked about before. Like I'm thinking back to the radioactive man, where this this superpowered individual just came over, I, I came over to America and just wandered in and was uh, uh, committing acts of I would consider to be terrorism uh, on our in, in this country. And so that was, I think, involved a government intervention. I think that it would require a government's backing, right? Given that it's not like you can just go to the store and order atomic energy or or nuclear power. So it, there, it has to be backed by government. And the question is, if it's backed by a government that is not exactly aligned with our interests, we could be asking for looking at some serious problems down the way. Yeah, well, it is interesting you say that too. Like, like I guess I, I, maybe I was jumping the gun to be worried about like mom and pops trying to create their own supervillains. Um, it seems it requires some sort of atomic energy and atomic energy is hard to come by. Like as far as mm-hmm. I understand it, there's, there's only five countries in the world that have atomic capabilities. Um, what's interesting is that Three of those countries have also have superpowered individuals, right? It's Russia, uh, America, and China. Uh, England and France. I don't have nuclear power, but we haven't heard of any superpowers coming out of those countries. No, no. And so it is. So something to keep an eye on. But let's just and let's go go. I'd like to circle back to the original point we're talking about, where it's Spider-Man that actually dealt with this superpowered, amazing uh, villain, right? Um, why is it that why is it that he was tasked in? You know, you, you said maybe it's because it fell through the cracks and this is and Spider-Man fills the gap. But how is it that this guy that seemed to be kind of like below the, you know, I think pretty low in public opinion, but also below in the uh, the, the, the might of, say, the Fantastic Four was able to, to take this guy on? Yeah. And if nothing else, he's an individual, right? He, he's he's kind of One the guy. last remaining individual superhero right all the all of our other superpower people have now been either packed into the the fantastic four the avengers or the x-men and we have this one guy left standing and he went in all by himself and 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 took out flint um in a fairly impressive way like i guess flint was in some sort of local high school and uh spider-man stepped in and was able to after quite a lot of violence was able to like vacuum him up (laughs) apparently vacuum is 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 is, uh is his his weakness yeah, that's right. Dogs, cats, and Sandman are all scared of the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I don't know. Like, it's just, it's. Here's the thing that you, you, have, to, you have to ask: is that why would Spider-Man know something more about how about Sandman than other people did? Like, did he just luck, you know, chance upon that outcome, or did he know that he was he was somehow susceptible that there's some kind of like containment system that could be created beyond just a vacuum 
to keep him. And it's because we still don't know how Spider-Man got his powers. Maybe he got powers in a similar way. Uh, like a nuclear test fused him with a spider? Maybe. <laughs> like you take off his mask, like, ah, he looks like <laughs> a big spider. You know, and it, it's not as fortunate as Sandman. He can't change his appearance. Um, uh, I, 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 and I think it's what's interesting here too is that Spider-Man, um, uh, as much as he like, hey, he saved the day this time, right? Like there was a, the first super-powered threat on American soil from an American. Spider-Man stepped in, saved the day, and yet didn't really stick around to explain anything. He just he he dropped off Spider-Man in his vacuum bag and then and then took off. Yeah, and I think that 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 goes back to one of the problems we identified earlier with Spider-Man. If he truly is. Uh, a hero, if he truly is trying to, you know, to make the world better, which I, I think he is, um, then he needs a crash course in, in in marketing and publicity because he's just not doing it right. I mean, he starts with with the problem of having a mask and a creepy costume and a weird name, and all that doesn't really make a lot of sense to the American public. To like, you know, does, spiders aren't exactly known for being warm and fuzzy, so people naturally might not align their, you know, be assume that he's uh, Spider-Man's warm and fuzzy or, or someone that they should should uh, should admire or respect or even like um but also he doesn't do the basics that we're used to now which is like doing a reed richards kind of press conference just to say hey this is what i did it's you know i you know like how did i come across sandman you know i was i was flipping through the neighborhood i saw i read the news that spider that sandman was in the neighbor was in the area and uh i've been doing some reading up on him and i knew that he was able to uh he might be susceptible to uh being vacuumed up so i whatever the explanation would be that he'd have and you know, yeah. but something that about to the along the lines of like it takes more than than brawn takes some brain. He could have scored some major points if he did something like that, and he just yeah. didn't. And it made it, it makes people suspicious. Well, it's the same. Like, so the, the the Human Torch for a while was doing the same thing, right? He was kind of jumping around, taking care care of these local local criminals, and then and then disappearing without any sort of like press release or anything like that, uh, or, or press conference or anything. And I, I think. Um, it just shows that the, both of those heroes seem to be seem to fall in our fairly irresponsible category, and they're making some 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 poor decisions. Yeah, and I think that again, if Spider Man could just listen to our show, his life would be better. Spider Man, we're here for you. <laughs> I, I think the most important thing is to find out what type of spider he was fused with, and I think we can all <laughs> hope and pray that it was a warm and fuzzy one, <laughs> not too fuzzy. 